Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody, and the Rise Up Network is committed to sharing those stories of servant leaders, those men and women that are out there making a difference in the community, in the marketplace. I have an incredible servant leader in studio with me, who's the CEO and founder of Daytron World, as well as the CEO and founder of the Servant Leadership Institute, Art Barter. Art, welcome to the show, sir. James, great to be with you today. This is cool. I am so excited. I've been I've been waiting for this for a few weeks now. <laughs> excited to have this conversation with you. So thank you for fitting us. My into pleasure. The I, l- I love coming down and talking to you guys. So uh, you do, you're doing some great work. Just keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I appreciate that. It's you know it's great to know that we're making a difference and it's meaningful. You are. Keep it up. Yep. What was you know, what was the beginning of your journey? What was your background? You know, where where'd you grow up and where'd you go to school? What's your professional career been like? I I was born in Kentucky. Okay. Uh, on Fort Campbell. My dad was in the CBs at the time in the Navy. All right. And crawled around the Kentucky dirt for about two years, and we moved to California. Okay. And so uh, my early years were in a small city called Midway City near the 405 and Beach. And when I grew up there, the mm. 405 was not there yet. Okay. Okay. So, um, and then we moved to Tustin up in Orange County and grew up there, mm. went to Tustin High. Um, great little community. Uh, I was just up there a couple weeks ago speaking to a, a group of people up there. And then went to Cal State Fullerton, uh, earned two degrees, graduated from there in 79. And um, while I was going to school, I worked at Disney. And I started in the park in high school and was transferred into the finance group while I went to school. And when I graduated, I, I really wasn't you know, Disney's great, but it wasn't for me long-term. And so I went to work for a manufacturing company and found out early in my career, I love to build things. Hmm. Now I'm trained in finance yep. uh, and business. I had two great mentors who taught me everything they knew about manufacturing in a machine shop and manufacturing in the electronic assembly. And found out in, in over that five or six year period, I love to build things. And I've been involved with manufacturing companies ever since and mm. I will prefer that over anything because I love to I love to hear manufacturing and then I love to see producing that product and being able to put it in someone's hands and, and make a difference so um, I've been in the power world for um, probably my first 25 30 years work for public com- companies okay what are you gonna do every quarter all right quarterly what's results what's the bottom line what what's are the, the bottom line uh, you got to work you got to do everything that they want you to do and in 2003, I met Ken Blanchard for the first time, personally, mm. and he, he challenged me in my leadership beliefs. And I'd never been challenged like that before. And so I started to think about it a different way. And he, he said, you need to be a servant leader. And I'm going, okay, well, Ken's a nice guy. I've read a bunch of his books, and so I'll think about it. Mm. And so the following year, I had two events that were negative to me, personally, Mm-hmm. Uh, in a public company here in San Diego. And after the second one happened, I said, enough's enough. Mm. I'm tired of sacrificing my time, my family's time. I'm tired of going down this path. And I said, you know what? I'm, I want to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I had an opportunity to buy a Daytron, bought it at the end of 2004, and we started to implement servant leadership. I started to study it, try to understand what it meant to implement it in the business world, um, and spent some time failing. Sure. Uh, first couple of years, I just thought, hey, CEO and owner says it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, not that easy because people have, we like to call them old files. They have memories 
mm. of their past, where they've worked before and how they've been treated. And what's interesting is when it smells like it, looks like it, or feels like it, that old file comes out. Sure. And that's the reaction you're gonna get. So we try and help our leaders understand 90% of the time, the reaction you get, the negative one, really has nothing to do with what you just did and set. And set. It's about their old files. Yep. And when you're implementing something in a business world and you're trying to change the culture, here's a stat for your listeners. What we found out in our first three or four years is it takes eight years to change the culture in an existing company. Eight years. Eight years. And on average, when you start leadership training, it takes five years to see any dramatic results out of that leadership training. So it's not for the ill of heart. It's not for people who don't have courage. Um, and what's interesting, when we started to implement it, we started to see some benefits, but I still had to get results. I still had to make payroll. I still had to build products. So you can't put that culture or that company on hold while you change the culture. And I will share with your listeners, that was the most difficult thing I've ever done as a leader is change the culture into a servant-led environment, which wasn't very acceptable back then in the business world. I'm sure you met some resistance. Still delivering product to my customer on time. We were growing unbelievable. We went from 11 million to almost 200 million in six years. Wow, wow. So we didn't have time to sit back and, right. and take time doing this thing. So the business was going crazy. We were implementing new culture. And you know, right about the seven, eighth year, we started to really kick it in. And the mm. results were amazing. And I like to say that the results financially were amazing, but um, I think the impact on people far, far, so much more than the, just the financial results is the impact we had on people. So I spent a lot of my time in my career in manufacturing, public mm -hmm. companies, got to a point where Ken challenged me, got tired of it, yep. but Daytron and decided to do it the right way. And for me, that was the right way. For me and my company, that was the right way. And um, so that's a little bit about my background. Yeah. I Maybe give us a def. you know, when people hear the term servant leader, some people know what it means. Some people have no idea. Some people have their own interpretation of it. What does it mean to you personally? Well, it, it's interesting. To me, I like to plant a seed. Mm. And to do that, I, I need to inspire people. And in the movie, The Green Book, which I recommend to everybody, there is um, a gentleman who uses this line, and I really love it. And he says, it takes courage to change a person's heart. And when you start down the servant leadership path, you're really working to change a person's heart because until you do that, you really can't help them change their behavior. And so to me, what we, how do we define servant leadership in Datron is to inspire and equip those we influence. Not those that report to it, but we believe everybody's the leader because they influence everyone that they ever come in contact with. Now that influence could be negative, could be positive, but it's, you have to inspire and get to the heart of people and then you equip them to help them change their behaviors and their life personally is gonna change and their business enjoyment is gonna increase dramatically and that increases engagement Mm. and teams will do things that will blow leaders away. And wow. my team has done things that I never thought they could do, ever. And, and I mean, and you were on the front lines with that, you know, working in 
I mean, was it 80 different countries with Daytron? 90% of our business is outside the United States. Wow. We have equipment in 80 different countries. We do business all over the world. Every country has a different culture. Yeah. So we have to respect that culture. Sure. Every country has a different way of doing business. So we have to meet people where they are. Yeah. And that servant leadership path really helped us do that because when we want to help change a person's heart and help them change their behavior, we have to meet them where they are. Hmm. So I'm 65 years old. Yeah. So if I want to impact a life that's in the 25 to 30 uh, range, I can't expect them to come to me. I'm yeah. in the generation that love to talk to people on phones. They're yeah. in the generation that loves to text things. Yeah. And if I want to reach them, I have to meet them where they are. Yeah. And that taught us that we do the same thing with our customers. Ask them how we can serve you. Ask them what they need, when they need it. Uh, and then we'll go off and, and provide what they need for them. Not for the marketplace, but for them. So if somebody wants an extra feature in one of our radios, we will go ahead and do that feature and deliver that to that customer and say, we did this just for you, just for you. Incredible. Uh, and, and when we make that difference, most of the time, I get the opportunity to share servant leadership with that foreign official. So we Can plant the seed. Can you give us maybe one, one story? Uh, I can't name the countries, okay? <laughs> but there's a country that would blow you away in the Middle East okay. uh, that we do business with the Border Patrol. Okay. And we have radios along the border. Uh, when that senior military official came over to visit with us, his team, we went through demonstrations, we went through training. At the end of the week, the general asked me, Art, can I, can I spend some time with you? I said, sure, come in my office, we'll sit down and chat. So we sat on the couch and, and he says, Art, you know, my country really needs something different. Tell me about the servant leadership. Mm. Can I have one of your books? But tell me why you do things differently. And, and the reason he asked that at the end of the week is because when he comes into Daytron at the beginning of the week, and I love this with our customers, show them the heart of Daytron. And the heart of Daytron is our employees. It's not me, it's my employees. So he gets to see how employees engage together, work together for his betterment. Mm. And he says, Art, what's this servant leadership stuff all about? And I have an opportunity in countries that you wouldn't even imagine would even consider servant leadership. And I have a senior military official in my office wanting to know more about servant leadership. Wow. Now, I may never get to talk to that gentleman again, but I've planted that seed. Yep. And, yep. you know, that's enough for me, you know, because, you know, you and I are both faith-based, and I'll find yep. out about that in a different time when I'm not on earth. Sure. I don't need to know it today. So that's how that works for me. When I get a chance to interface with customers, now, I interface with multiple government agencies in foreign countries. I yep. interface with a lot of U.S. government agencies. I'm going to be back in Washington next week. And every now and then in the U.S., somebody will ask me about, what's this servant leadership stuff all about? And I get a chance to sit and, and chat with them about it. So we love the planning seat. We love providing equipment that people need to keep the peace in their country and also protect their sovereignty as a country. And so we want to protect life, we want to protect their property, their country, and we want to do it in the right way, from the heart, not from the pocketbook. From the heart. From the heart, not from the pocketbook. Where book. it starts. Yeah. If you do that from your heart, the pocketbook will follow. Wow. It will follow. Yeah. 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 Share with us, you know, about the Servant Leadership Institute. You know, um, 
who are the folks or companies that engage with you? What, what does the training look like? What mm -hmm. does the experience look like? So when we got into servant leadership at Daytron, we went out to try to find a training program that would help mm. us implement. We couldn't find it. We found a lot of programs to teach us. And so we decided to hire a team of people, uh, both inside and outside the company. And I said, I want some training for implementing servant leadership. So we went kind of overboard. We developed a 45 hour program. Okay, we did robust. three modules, 15 <laughs> hours each. It took yep. us about two and a half years to train everybody. We trained everybody in the company, same training. And they went through the same wow. program. And that 45 hours of training doesn't get grabbed by very many corporations because they're not willing to invest that amount of time in training, which yeah. always I go, why not? Right. You're investing in your people. So what we like to do is we'll take what we know. I'll sit with uh, a, a potential customer of SLI. They hire me to come in and do a keynote. I'll spend an hour with them. Tell me about your company. What are you trying to accomplish? How can I best serve you? And I will adjust my talk so I can meet them where they are. And my role there is not to force servant leadership on them, but to get an understanding of where they are mm. so I can uplift them from the culture they have in the company now so I can add value to them. I, I'm not going to tell them to throw it out. I'm going to tell where yep. are you so I can lift you up. Kind of like rise up, right? Yep. Rise them up yep. to a different level. And when we do that, people are very, very receptive to what we do because we're trying to build up more value in their company and we meet them where they are. We don't go in and say, throw out everything you've done because it's not going to work yep. and do it our way. Because what I found is how I did it at Daytron, I will tell people, read all the books you want to. Just don't pick one book and say, we're going to go do something out of one book because those authors don't know the people in your company. You sure. know the people in the company. So take all the stuff that you've learned and you have to figure out how to impact your people and use that. Yeah. Art, I, you know, I'm, I'm touched by the humility that you show and, and the humbleness. That's really where you're able to make a real impact by not coming in and saying, hey, we already know what's best for you but meeting people where they are. Right, and, and that's, that's different than a lot of sure. consultants. They'll come in and say, you, you gotta start all doing over. Doing this wrong, doing this right, blah, blah, I, blah. And you know, you can do that, but I, I have seen that sometimes that doesn't work very good for the organizations, because in my public world, when I was in control world, what did we do every year? We read something in a magazine, or we read a book, and we went to implement it. Sure. And the people that followed us They'd go, okay, well, this is new, but you know what? We've had five new things over the last five years. I'm just gonna hang around until the next new thing comes out of our leadership team. Yeah. And you never get it implemented, so you never make a difference. And so that's why we like to meet people where they are. And that's part of being a good servant, right? Yep. You meet people, you meet me where I am, I meet you where you are, and now we can add value to each other. And that's what we're all about at, at SLI. Um, I love to go talk to people. Um, I love to do workshops. So we just finished a workshop with four different uh, fire agencies in North County Great. where we did some uh, SL, what we call SL 101 training. Uh, we've been to Pennsylvania, Washington. We're going back to Washington next, next week. So we get a lot of opportunities. Yeah. And you know, James, I enjoy the workshops more than I do the keynotes. Okay. And for me, I get to learn about the company more because I'm engaging yep. with a group of people. Yep. rather than people just sitting and listening to me. So I would rather do a workshop for three hours than yeah. do a keynote for one hour because I can impact those lives and meet them where they are a, whole, a lot better than I can if I do a 45-minute keynote. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So how do, you know, people listening to this, business owners, employees, team members, how do we engage with you guys? How do we find with you guys? Where do we start? Uh, and this is a long one, but listen, Servant yep. Leadership Institute. You got to spell it all out. Dot com. Yep, folks, uh, write we, that down yep. and you know make a note right now. Put it in your phone. Text yourself. Go there and and, and favorite it. But Servant Leadership Institute. Dot com. All and one word. Exactly how it sounds. We're not a nonprofit. We're for profit yep. because we want to send a message that this is a culture you can put in a for profit business. Mm. Okay, so we have to be self sustaining. That's one of our missions is to be a profitable self-sustaining company that's what we want to do and our yeah. purpose is to impact the lives of others today and in the future and to do that i i want to be a for-profit to show people that you can do this in a for-profit entity it isn't something that only applies to a nonprofit. so servantleadershipinstitute.com you can search my name um you can search statron but start with servantleadershipinstitute.com and you'll see a, a, a we like to say we have a lot of resources for everybody, but find the one that fits you for where you are. Yeah. And if it isn't there, go find something else. Right. If we don't have on our website what is you really need today, yep. my, I urge you, go find what you need today because that's the best way I can serve you. It isn't just stay within my house. If you need a different house, go find that house, right? Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk big picture for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a few more minutes left. What is your vision for the long term, for the future look like? What is kind of your hope and your dream for all this? You know, my my hope, especially in today's environment, uh, I want to help people understand that when you treat people with dignity and respect when you treat all people that you come in contact with, and this is where servant leadership differs, I don't get to pick and choose who I serve. Mm. I serve the life that comes in front of me. And the question I like to say is, have I impacted that life in a positive way? I don't do that all the time, guarantee me. I'm human being, I fail. Some people leave, they don't feel like they've been positively (laughs) impacted. But if I can help people understand that it takes courage to change your heart and your behaviors, but it it can do it. and if I can get people to treat everyone they come in contact with dignity and respect and get out of this world of anger that we're in, I will sit back and go, you know what, I've done my best to help bring servant leadership to this world. And it's really that simple. Uh, yeah, it's, it's principles and behaviors, but if I can catch your heart, get you to treat everybody with dignity and respect, then I have a chance for you to try and understand that maybe you need to do things a little bit differently and you need to change your behaviors. And all that takes courage, individual courage. And once, once you do individually, then you can do it in the business world. So um, I will tell you my wife, Lori, yep. at one point told someone we were talking to, I forget who we were talking to. She says, you know, if servant leadership can change art, it can change anybody. And so I wanna leave that with the listeners today. You can change yourself, start with yourself. The people that love you the most that are around you, they're going to see that change. They're going to benefit from that change. And your relationships with them, when it's based on unconditional love, which is what servant leadership is all about, when you love the people you care about the most with unconditional love, now you're ready to change your behavior in the real world. And now you can take that love out into the business world and really care about people. But, you know, if if you go try and 
care about people in the business world and to bring it home, you, they know you the best. The people that are with you the most, they know sure. you the best. So yep. it's going to impact your personal life first, and then it's going to impact your business life. And it's worth the journey. And I wish I had somebody grab me back in the 30s and tell me yeah. this, but I wasn't ready for it yeah. back then. Yeah. I wasn't ready for it. So anybody can do this. If you want a different way of living your life or being involved in a business, just start treating people with dignity and respect and doing the best job you can do at anything you're doing. And guess what? You're, it's going to change your life. And it's worth the journey. Wow. Thank you, Art. My pleasure. Th thanks, James, for you know, letting me come in and, and share some thoughts with you today. And like I said, you guys are doing great work, so keep it up. Keep, keep serving Can I people. get you to agree to come back on in the future? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love, love to. You've got a beautiful studio. I'd love to come <laughs> down here and hang out. Yeah, I get to see parts of San Diego I don't get, I don't get to see very often. So, well, yeah, thank you. This was, this was a lot of fun. This was impactful. This was meaningful. And, you know, folks, for you listen out there, start with yourself. Treat others with dignity and respect. Now, if you're listening to this, start there. And it could be a neighbor, it could be a coworker, it could be a family member, it could be a boss, an employee. But we all need to be treated with dignity and respect. And then start to work on yourself. And when you get that love in your heart, that's when the service really opens up. Thank you so well much. Well put, James. Well put. Yep. Get out there, folks. Keep rising up.